Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Legion 99. I am Nick. I am here with Mike and Keegan, and we have a lot to talk about. As you can see, we're a day late, but not a dollar short. Nah, we no, we don't have any money. So we might actually be a dollar short because I don't. I don't know if we talk about everything in this. There's so much to cover. I think this is a this is a multi episode uh, conversation. I did yes. make a few dollars at a tournament, if that counts. Whoa! What'd you get? Did you get something cool? I did. I got the. I played a tournament this weekend and yeah, well, got the buy? prize money. Yeah, great. What'd you get? What'd you buy? Uh, shot glass, a Boba Fett, and some plastic glue. Okay, that's plastic neat. glue does not go in the shot glass. Don't nope. worry. No, good idea. <laughs> that, <laughs> good seems idea. Like, that seems like a good policy. It's the same way to keep yourself Mike, e- eating those. Why did uh, you buy plastic glue? Uh, because I, I guess jumping into it, went to a tournament this weekend, planned to play some Vader IG-88, realized I needed to build my IG-88, which I was aware of, <laughs> sat down to build him and realized I had no plastic glue, so I took Vader Double Death Trooper IRG instead. <laughs> It was quite the swing, and I, I had it. to unpack all of my stuff and repack it because none of the list is the same. Oh man, that's funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that's why I it was a good time. Ah, uh, yeah. Death Troopers are still fun to play with. I was at work. Yeah, but uh, we have arguably better DTs to talk about today. Oh yeah, as well as a couple other new things, some upcoming events, and then uh, a yeah. bunch of brand new rules. Oh yeah, uh, we got our. We're recording. It's Monday evening. Uh, some of us have had a chance to dive into the rules. Um, the world is not on fire, everybody. Yeah, we're fine. We're all fine here. Um, they also did the OP doc too. That's worth mentioning. Oh yeah, um, they did. There is an organized play document which we didn't have from Atomic Mass Games yet. But before we get into that, um, we'll do our usual ramble about events and we'll uh, talk about the uh, reveal the full reveals of Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers I'll, I'll propose one change let's just not ramble about events we ramble about events all the time there's lots of events we do go to events events are go cool events. events are fun yep. if you want to go to an event you should go to it events are yep. cool if you yes. haven't heard and know the details of the really major events coming up soon um, listen to any other of our podcasts any of the mm. other podcasts or all the other sources I will say I'm officially booked for Adepticon. I got my time off. I got my plane ticket. Everything. We're good. I'm going to Worlds. I know. We're on the same flight. Officially. Yes, we are. Yeah. Again. (laughs) I'm also booked. I found out that my my company or my organization has an all hands uh, locally that Thursday. So I'm going to be catching a flight that lands in Chicago at like 1.30 in the morning. uh, Friday morning. So, uh, you know, hey, I pulled it off uh, with a little... Little to no sleep for Nova day one. I can do it. I can do it again, right? Yeah. You kind of did the same thing at PAX as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, go to events. Events are fun. <laughs> we'll be at it. We'll all be at Adepticon. Uh, Keegan will be at LVO. Me and yeah. Mike will be in Schenectady the week after LVO. Uh, anyway, Nick is uh, still the we, only one who's allowed to say that. Uh, the name Schenectady. Of that. I can yeah. say the real name. Yeah, yeah I've been banned. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just don't try. That's fine. You don't have to. So we I could say get Gideon some, uh, pretty easily. Gideon. We did get some. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Coopers. There you go. I fucked the transition up. It's fine. <laughs> uh, who's most excited about Gideon? I think Mike is. I think I am. Mike, and talk about Gideon. Yeah, hot take. I'm actually more excited to run him without the Dark Troopers than I am with. 
because oh, I think I think he fits really nicely alongside like Boba Fett and even IG88 to a smaller extent and in like single bounty and double bounty roles. Um, and it's because of the command cards that will or command card that we'll talk about uh, in a minute. Um, but as you've probably heard on the other cast now, Gideon's card is is pretty Mandalorian like without a spicy without jump and without um, impervious. You know, five health, three cards, surge crit, blocks of defense, red save. Um, but I think a big thing that we're going to talk about with him going forward is more of the along the lines of his entourage ability and then his command cards. So I think we could probably yeah. spend, you know, just a couple of minutes talking about them instead of the card itself. Yeah. Um, we pro- oh, yeah. probably should mention the Darksaber because um, I think that's a big part of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is our third character with the, the Darksaber upgrade and continuing the theme. Each one is different. So he's got Demoralize 1, Impact 1, Pierce 1, 5 black, 15 points. Seems pretty good. Um, I think a 115-point Gideon with that is a pretty solid value if you pair with like Boba Fett and 5 or 6 Heavy Core and 2 Filler Special Forces units. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still get 10 to 11 activations, Bounty, quite a gun line. And then Gideon's a linebacker. Yeah, he really is. Um, Do we have many other like commanders who are linebackers? We have Callus. And... Mm-hmm. Callus Boba is already like a fairly decent archetype that Nick's had some success with. Yeah. Um, I don't, with Gideon not having three very useful command cards for a Boba army, you don't even need the, con- I'm sorry, you don't even really need the contingencies that Callus brings. Mm-hmm. And I think Gideon is a superior linebacker to to Callus with his natural surge block and immune yeah. pierce with the Darksaber in melee. Here's the uh, million dollar question Is the Darksaber stapled to him? Uh, is he a 115 point unit or? I don't think it's stapled, but it's probably taped. Sure. <laughs> um, I think you probably start with it, and then if you can cut it, if you need to cut it, you consider it. Okay, um, but yeah. I, I think 115 is a pretty valid starting point for him. Die at my hand is still pretty good with that pistol because he surges to crit. Having all those aims, like, it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Um <clears throat> Uh, and having an observe too to back it up is like not terrible either. Um, I'm probably stapling the dark saber to him because, like you said, linebacker he you know he wants that uh, that immune pierce that comes with it. It's really good. Demoralize uh, whatever, like get thrown in the trash, whatever. Um, this, There's a lot less standbys these days anyway. I'm glad he didn't have cunning like Maul. I'm glad he just didn't just have cunning. Like Maul's Darksaber is so much better than this one. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> I feel like this, there's plenty of places this makes up for it, though. This is fine. Yeah, it's like Gideon costs mm-hmm. a lot less than Maul does, too. So yeah. it's yeah. probably fine. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and his uh, his other command cards, we already had seen his uh, Dark Trooper card. Mm-hmm. The, you get to basically put a Dark Trooper wherever you want. Yep. Seems good. Uh, I think um, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. We've seen that already. Um, but then his uh, his one pip and his three pip are pretty good. They're pretty simple. Um, yeah, die at my hand. The one pip, uh, some pretty cool art on there. Him fighting Mando. Uh, Moff Gideon gains relentless one aim token and one dodge token this round. So, homie's gonna roll up with three aims and hit something with the dark saber. <laughs> Seems good. Yeah. Um, it's simple. It's not a lot of. It's like not a lot of text. Not a lot to think about. And then his three pit moment of consideration. Um, three core or heavy units, units issued orders by this card gain fire support this round. So um, his entourage dark trooper does not get 
uh, fire support this round. No, but you can give orders to plenty of them. Yeah, you just don't. Do you is entourage after or just during the orders phase? So you can do it whenever you want. Oh, we could probably check our new rulebook for its timing. Whoa. I'll check that out while we're talking. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good command card. Uh, giving uh, some some of your core uh, fire support. There's a lot of things in Empire that don't surge. Um, and giving like giving like a T twenty one stormtrooper fire support or even like a shore trooper squad is pretty good. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm. I'm the resident fire supporter here. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty For much, <laughs> That's fair. Pretty much anything you can put a fire support on uh, is extra dice. And even with limitations on this, what is it? Only core yeah. or the heavies? Yeah. Um, yeah. That still means you've got tons of platforms for to be the to adding the unit keywords uh, around surges, etc. And a lot of really good options to boost any dice pool. Yeah, this card is why I think he pairs very nicely in the bounty lists um, because he gives. Uh, you can add a T21 sure to Boba Fett's already five black die pool with Sharpshooter 2 Pierce Surge Crit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we don't need to go into the exact numbers. It's high. It does like seven wounds on average to white saves unaimed. Like, it's, yeah. it's very good. Um, and you can do that with IG88 as well if you're looking at like his one pip. So if you're shooting you know, into your bounty target, they can't spend any dodges, they can't spend surges, and you have, like, 12 dice that surge crit going into them with aims and targeting scopes. So, you can see where that goes. So, I'm really interested to try Gideon with, um, essentially just to bring his Darksaber for the linebacker role, and then the three pip to all but claim a bounty with CZ initiative. Yeah. Um, So, I think that'll be really worth testing. I just want to play Moff Gideon because it's Giancarlo Esposito. And yeah, he's, it's Gus Fring, man. I'm going to paint him up so that he looks like Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. No <laughs> Going to put some glasses on him. Yellow shirt. I don't think just that's like, actually allowed in the news. Oh, people oh, was. What? That's I'm not a, allowed to paint him like Gus Fring? No, that's a different intellectual property than Star Wars. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's there's rules about modifications to. Oh yeah, well, we can talk about we'll, that. I guess we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. I, do, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get that. I far. think that means I can't use my HK forty seven droids too, because it's a different Star Wars oh, it, property. I mean, no, that's Star always... Wars. That's still Star Wars. Okay. Oh. Um. So I mean, that's probably Gideon. They're probably illegal because they're third party. But ah, that's fair. They are third. That's, they're not, they're not illegal for IP reasons. Well, yeah. for IP universe reasons. <laughs> and now we've made it. We're finally here. For the Myrtleizer meta. <laughs> right. That's a horrible name. I don't care. Is that really Myrtleizer. the best thing they could come up with with the, the I, melee death trooper? Oh, I am totally fine with it because I am picturing that the way that this happened was just this journey of this is a joke that we're just seeing how far we can take it. And it turned out yeah. that you can take it all the way. Uh, all the way to production. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm also a huge fan of it because the only like – other than this thing, the only other source material on the word Myrtleizer is a obscure Calvin and Hobbes uh, comic strip uh, when Spaceman Spiff has like a Myrtleizer ray and it's just like a throwaway line of something he's activated. And I was a massive Calvin and Hobbes fan, had all these things memorized. And so. Okay. Makes sense. Adds up. Any, uh, yeah. I can't anyway. tell. I think Nick's actually more bored with me than usual tonight. 
No, uh, no, I'm great. <laughs> uh, Imperial Dark Troopers. We've already seen their card before. Yeah, should we just talk about the upgrade cards that we got with them? Probably, because they're... Uh, we'll start with the Myrtleizer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I want to start with the Myrtleizer, baby. The Myrtleizer. Melee only, two red and a black. Imperial Dark Troopers only. Add one Myrtleizer Trooper. Suppressive, 36 points. Um, I mean, it's a lot of points for a heavy that doesn't bring a better gun, considering they only roll black die each at range. But uh, I mean, you can't you have to bring him, right? There's two heavy slots. You have to bring it so you can say, I'm going to myrtleize this squad. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to aim and I'm going to myrtleize both. dice. <laughs> That's it. I also think this card got a I'll call it a stealth buff, but a buff with the new deflect change we'll talk about later. Because one of the major sources of, really the only source of impact in melee at all in the game are lightsabers. And I'll mm -hmm. include the darksaber in that. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the defense coming back from these guys just got a whole lot worse. So I think there's a little bit more play to getting these guys stuck in the melee with some of the changes we'll talk about. Because oh, yeah. they're going to be really, really hard to dislodge with two activations per turn. Yeah. And um, yep. full armor red save in melee. Yep. Um, so the second heavy, uh, is the SM nine frag launcher, uh, range one to two, two red and a black. It does exhaust add one SM nine frag launcher trooper miniature blast impact two cycle for 40 points. Um, I like this until I realize it's range one to two. Cause that's an awkward, like that's a weird range for like a rock dudes hold a rocket launcher. It's like well, heard, an HH twelve. It's, it's a frag launcher. <laughs> yeah, I heard it looks it, like the HH twelve. I heard it described somewhere. Picture here. Uh, it's it's less of a rocket launcher in, in any of the ways that the, the, like the man portable ones we've said, and it's more like ripping a cannon off the side of a ship and using it. I thought it was mm -hmm. like a noob tube from Call of Duty. It doesn't really go that well, far, but it's pretty good up close. I think that's yeah. I think that's actually a great a great comparison. Yeah, but uh, it seems pretty good. Cycles really interesting because. They uh they get two activations a round, so it's like you can like yeah. you're still gonna get to shoot it every round. Basically, yeah. I think it's a little too expensive, but probably has to be. Um, you know, <laughs> there's weird. there's probably a fine line with having blast and well, in this on something that goes twice a turn. So adding a few points is probably probably good. These guys are so dang expensive. <laughs> Yeah, they're so, really they're really pricey. Uh, yeah, I that. mean, you're just like I think like <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. And then yeah, the last same. heavy uh, is the XS IV four assault guy four assault cannon <laughs> one to three four black uh, and then uh, critical one forty eight points. Um, you're paying forty eight points to make this unit effective at range, like all the time basically. i think this has to be on the dark troopers yeah, yeah I this, think so this is the one that you build it's this and whatever else you want to do for flavor i think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah are you taking the frag launcher are you taking the myrtleizer or are you taking the imperial dark trooper in the personnel slot for 32 points the answer is no no because you can take an imperial comstech for 10 points with an emergency transponder <laughs> Or you can do the integrated comms for three points and get range for entourage. Or you can put it's the a droid series trooper. in there yeah. uh, for reliable one. Or you which, pay four more points and get a Myrtleizer. 
If you're paying 32, just pay 36. Well, that you can take a six-man squad. That's fair. It's like 12 wounds of armor. <laughs> just do a Viper droid. Give yourself observe. But that only you has one critical wound. and you got observe. Take the t- no, you take you take the R4 Astromech and you can't repair yourself. <laughs> it does he just wanders around the squad. It's just it's two funny. points of health for nine. Because it's funny. <laughs> I mean, uh yeah, I'm not sure like I'm not sure that it's intended that you can do any of this. I hope um, not. I hope not. I hope we get something. Cause otherwise, like you'll never ever see anybody in any competitive setting take the Imperial Dark Trooper personnel in any because it's like any other thing is cheaper. Yeah. And I think we're not, we're, we'll, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a forum question. Uh, LJ yeah. mentioned on some other cast that uh, he's not going to answer these questions for unreleased units yet because there's plenty yeah. of other crap that he has to answer. So. Yeah, I was sure. checking the forum before we uh, started talking about the Dark Troopers and it's not on there yeah, yet. Yeah, they're not if, coming out before LVO. Be. They're coming out like mid-February, I think, something like that. But Yeah, it's like a week yeah. after Schenectady. Yeah. Close enough. So the last <laughs> slot is a, is a programming slot. It does not have programs, so this is optional. You can take program loyalty for five points and gain retinue commander. And the, the unit can only be issued orders by a commander unit. Um, I think you're taking this most of the time. Start with it and get a name a few times. Probably. It's like... Um, yeah. But yeah, Seems I think they're really good. good. Um, my initial impression is that I don't think they're overwhelmingly good. I think they're strong and you'll see them a lot. Um, but I yeah. think there's also the caveat that they have a natural counter right now in Blizzard Force. And as of today, Blizzard Force is still just as good as it was. So I don't think you'll see a lot of these guys. At, I sorry. I don't think you'll see them do as well at competitive events as they probably could without Blizzard Force around, but I think they're very strong units. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking at lists with Gideon and maybe a Dark Trooper or two, because like I know I could get them painted before uh before I know I have time to get them painted before Adepticon and get a few reps in. Mm-hmm. Probably won't I probably won't get enough reps to feel comfortable. But I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I've been anymore. looking at like a Vader single one. Because you can still get like nine really solid activations. Yeah. So then you have the pass. You've got the double activation mm-hmm. with the dart. Um, but I don't know if one to two reps is going to be enough to run that in world. Everything these guys do is super like different to what we're used to. Like full armor troopers with multi wounds, um, double activations. So it's wild. It's kind of like playing an old eweb, honestly. But it just goes twice a turn, and can actually interact with objectives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a force. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your bombing run and recover the supplies when these guys are around. Uh, yeah, good luck. Um, yeah. One last thing before we get to the rules. Um, Asmodee France uh, leaked the Asajj Ventress, or oh, yeah. listing up for Asajj Ventress. Yeah. Um, uh, nothing... No actual spoilers, except that it's got four command cards. Mm-hmm. They mentioned on the last mini extravaganza during her painting stream that she was going to have a, she was going to have like a team up card. Um, oh, interesting. So, okay. Yeah. So uh, we assume that she's just got three command cards and an extra one. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, no, did it have her? I don't think it had a release date though. 
Interesting. Uh, no, it, it didn't look like there was yeah. a really state in the translation. But that leads me to think that like it's probably coming out around the same time as Cody. Like, yeah, because Cody was that late spoiled. February. No, Cody was spoiled like a long time ago. Though we assume that he's like after Gideon and Dark Troopers, like mm. the next thing probably. So, so probably like maybe two like weeks March. before Defcon. Maybe like March sometime. Yeah, I mean it'd be pretty cool. I mean it would be it would be great if Cody came out before Adepticon. Like I don't uh, Saj whatever, but like if Cody yeah. came out in time for Adepticon, like that's like that's great because I think he's like he he probably only helps clones right now in list building. Like he that's a lot of flexibility yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't even seen his command card yet, so whatever. But he I'm not counting cool. on him by. Uh, no, by but, means, uh, but so. What you're all been waiting for. <laughs> Rules. Should, should we, how are oh, we going to do this? Should, should we, and should we talk OP? Cause that's a short document. Yeah. You want to start okay. there? Yeah. So there's actually been a couple of really good summary articles, um, posted already about yeah. the changes. So I think we'll probably just go through the RRG and have like the articles up to the side to make sure we don't miss the big things as we talk about them. Make that's it a little bit more organic. Sure. Because I don't really want to just read a list for an hour. That's never fun. <laughs> no one likes that. No. I don't know. I mean, we're pretty, we're a pretty colorful cast of characters here. I think people are entertained by us. You need a couple more C's there, buddy. <laughs> I, guess. I think we do. We uh, need five C's. We do. <laughs> uh, Should right. we start with the OP document? Yes. Yeah. Let's start. The Galactic Conquest event document, you mean? Not going I love that they named it. That's pretty cool. I couldn't, cool. I couldn't find the goddamn <laughs> rules because I was like, I'm not. This is a this is a skirmish event. I'm not reading this. And then someone was like, hey, No, that's Galactic what it's called. Conquest is definitely not skirmish. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, I, I thought it was, and it's very like, clearly not. It's not. All right. Uh, yeah. So Galactic Conquest event. Yeah. Uh, what's changed here? Uh, so. <laughs> A, lot? a decent bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I think. Okay. Okay. There's a whole bunch of stuff reading reading on the details in terms of like little things like you know measuring tools and and we made cracks about the miniatures and modeling and lots of stuff like that. I think I think we just skip over those kind of changes. Um, the big changes. Uh, it's still Swiss as a base um there's a concept of stages which is just what's the tiebreaker right so we'll get there we'll get there uh, you know they recommend progression cuts etc and they talk about things being happening within stages so you get your swiss stage which is pretty familiar um pairings uh let's see how am I supposed to capture this normal random and then swiss pairings but uh they introduced uh draws um as in, into outcomes, and I'll get to that in kind of the end of the match stuff. Additionally, buys have a little bit more specificity. Uh, a buy is automatically declared a win and given 700 points defeated, which is relevant because uh, there's new stuff. So I think probably yeah, at, at a high level, the tiebreakers for an event are strength of schedule, no more mo no more MOV. There's no more debate. There's no more there's debate. There's no more debate. <laughs> Yep. Sorry. There's no, there's Sorry, no more Charlie. <laughs> there's no more feature requests for Legion Game Uplink, at least. Uh, we will. We you know we are looking for MOV as an option in the future when you're building your own custom stuff. But uh, for for Legion, it's going to be yep. strength of schedule. That's right. When you're tied on strength of schedule, it's going to be points defeated. Mm -hmm. The opponent's points defeated. If that's tied, it's victory tokens earned. 
And if that's tied, it's random. And this Sounds alone like you got is a lot probably, of work to do, bud. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure how much this actually changes things beyond not saying really. we use strength of schedule. We don't use extended strength of schedule. Anymore. We don't use extended strength of schedule. That was going to be my yeah. follow question. So that's mm, gone. Sorry. Yeah, apparently. So I think it changes in a couple of key ways. Um, sorry. Actually, let's talk before we talk I, about what that changes. There's also changes to how a match is scored uh, as a victory. Um, first, victory per the rule book. Second, if the timer runs out, uh, you finish the current round and it's uh, most victory tokens considered the winner. If they're tied, the player who defeated more points worth of the opponent's army is the winner. So it's victory tokens, it's points defeated. Um, and if there's, and if they're, if they're the same, it's a draw. Um, so you can have a draw here. If, uh, yeah. also if you don't, if you don't play for any reason, it's a draw. Uh, and so what, what they've also changed is whereas strength of schedule in the last one was based off of a win is one point, a loss is zero. Uh, now a win is worth three event points, a loss is worth zero and a draw is worth one point. Um, so that's all how you get to the event tiebreakers. I think the change to strength of schedule is big. I also think actually though, that there's an element of margin of victory play that comes into it because of points defeated and victory tokens earned. So you're still trying to play for that kind of bigger place. Um, and, and most of all, random being the end means, uh, <laughs> the blue player incentive, uh, is gone. Yeah, I uh, and, also and think they need a massive cleanup on the draw language. Because if two players are 2-0, and no, they can just say, I don't want to play, and they both advance to day two for Worlds, for example, because they decide to play for no reason. It's for any reason, neither and, loses. Uh, this happened back in X-Wing years ago, because originally the original event structure for X-Wing allowed for draws, and you could intentionally draw. Basically, mm -hmm. the only way it was allowed was basically if one player, just before anything was said, it's like, because there can't be collusion. You can't be like, oh, you know, if we both draw, mm -hmm. if we draw, we both advance or something like that. Like one player basically just needs to be like, would you like to would you like to intentionally draw essentially? Yeah. And if the player agreed to it, you called a judge and said, we agree to intentionally draw. There's no collusion. Yeah. Um, if it's discussed, it becomes collusion and it becomes a problem. So, yes, yeah. I agree with you, Mike. They need to clean that up because collusion um, is not in this, which is something it's not that needs named. to be added. It could it could be unsportsmanlike conduct. It could yeah, it could fall under that umbrella because that's not an ex, that's not an exhaustive list. But um, though that's a very small. I, list. I don't disagree, but that is going to come up in three months. If oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Probably going to come up in two weeks. Because <laughs> I mean, I'll be blunt. If I'm two and zero, oh, and my opponent is two and zero, oh, and somebody like that's a very good player, I'm going to ask them, "Would you like to draw?" If I can, because. We just flew all the way out to Adepticon yeah. and a chance to make day two with no risk of losing. There's no reason. To play I don't know game. how a draw affects like the cut there, though, since it's not like a tradition. It's not like it like automatically all undefeated right. go to the cut. It, it's like, yeah, right, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's so, event yeah. points. So it's so you're you're uh, I, there are certainly cases where this kind of yeah. thing um, can be a problem. But you're you're each giving up two event points, which means if other people are winning, it's. So the the rule packet for Adepticon has already been pinned and pointed out that the rule packet is what we will be using 
So the rule packet says that everybody that is two and X or X and one goes through. So I just, there's like 18,000 edge cases we could discuss, but that needs to be cleaned up ASAP. Yeah. I think the rule packet needs to be cleaned up because two and one or two and X uh, or X and one does not not include, does not include the third dash that should be there. So that's agreed. There's, you know, I've seen some of the statement. I, you know, (laughs) I think, I mean, I watched yeah. Donovan McNabb take a knee in an Eagles game because he didn't know you could tie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's literally what's happening here. It's like, oh, you can tie. <laughs> yeah, so I, I hope I hope that they clean that up because yeah. that's going to get really bad. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I, I'm fully on board with. It needs to get cleaned up. Uh, I, I would like to see more explicit mention of collusion. Um, I, I also. Because I, I'm not, I'm less worried about them clearing, cleaning up the draw language for Adepticon as I am Adepticon cleaning up their uh, their approach and, and managing a couple of things that that's going to be in line with it. So, but we've got months on that, so we'll figure it we out. We mm-hmm. We got plenty of time. Um, also, in terms of progression cut, I think I'm I'm a little less worried about it. In, um, I think the ranking is going to be it's going to be about the ranking um, and. We've always been flexible on following the progression structures that are in here yeah. versus not. I don't think I've ever been to an event that was successful that, that followed an FFG or an AFG uh, table. Um, Agreed. <laughs> so, like, that's the one area that I don't actually care. <laughs> I think I think the events solve for the progression cuts and how those go. Um, but in terms of straight ranking of, of of folks, I think that I like this system. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad that we have rules. That was one of our biggest complaints for the last nine months is that we were hosting all these events and just kind of winging it. Yeah. So I'm glad that we have something. I think they're a super net negative. Or I'm sorry, sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> super net positive. Super net positive. Huh. Um, they're awesome. Like, I'm a fan of it. It's cool. It'll force gameplay. Um, the buy really hurts but at least it does count your three event points. So you're going to be at the bottom of those event cuts because you're only getting 700. Well, maybe it's even a good thing. No, you're getting 700 I think, I think, I think no, buy's got a lot buy. healthier. It's a super buy. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. Buy is good. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Buys are, yeah, buys are right. good. Yeah. You're right. A buy is great. Yeah, actually. Is good. Yeah. It's the best thing you can get. Yep. And you're going to be like, yes, I got the, well, I mean, you don't get to play if you get buy. You're not playing yeah. a game. So it stinks. Uh, uh, Nova. Uh, but right. yeah, I think other than the draw thing with the collusion, I think it's a, a huge home run. Yeah. yeah. Um, impact on the game and how people show up. You guys have any thoughts on what we're going to see here? What do you mean? So, um, oh, I missed I missed the part of the. Oh yeah, I missed the part in the in the match uh, winning. So I talked about uh, if 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 it goes to time, it's victory points, it's points defeated. Uh, but I missed it's if the points defeated are tied, it's not a draw yet. It's uh, the uh, who, the army that consists of the most points, so the smallest bid. Oh yeah, takes the blue nerf. Um, so blue, blue is blue is less. Bl- bl- there's two places that blue is less desirable. In this one, uh, you can lose a match <laughs> by by outbidding, and two, um, there's no mention. You don't control the ultimate tiebreaker anymore. By, by it's a it's a coin flip. Um, 
I I don't love it, but I see both sides of the argument. I think you could make a very, very valid case that you brought your deck. If you can't win, the other player should get the win. If it ties, like yeah. I could, I could see that. I don't agree with it, um, but I'll, I'll need to see how that plays out. I don't have a strong opinion on that yet. Yeah, that's tough um, to say with like literally zero data to back up. It is. It is. I, I what I'm kind of, I my hypothesis, not a hot take. My hypothesis is that we're actually going to see a reduction in bids. Um, maybe not math. Like I don't think we're going to see all all the way down to five points or less across the board. I think there's still some objective play that's that's strong. But I think there's going to be. I don't think. I, I think the incentive to stay down in the in the fifteen to twenty or more is going to be reduced. I'll disagree, and we'll talk about that later. Cool. Um. No, oh, and final plug: we are working hard to game uplink this uh, to have this new OP thing uh, all set. It, it, uh, so LVO will will be running on game uplink, and it will be. Uh, unofficial event and, is, and working out this way. Is Six Up Supply working on some new silhouettes? Uh, on, I saw some prototypes. Yep, we're Come playing on, around babe. with them. I need yep. some. I need, yep. I'm, uh, I'm super curious to see what these actually look like in person. Because I've silhouettes. only seen like TTS mockups, but I want to see it like on a table where I can visualize it. The new silhouettes. Yeah, we, we are uh, the version that we're prototyping right now, and and we'll be looking for customer feedback. Is functionally a taller version. Um, we're also looking at because there's up to three different base sizes that these can fit, so it'll it'll work basically the same. Because I think from a, a physical object measurement, it it's still works basically the same as the other silhouettes yeah. we had. Um, but we are adding. Uh, we're, we're looking at adding basically three models that have different. Um, arcs on the bottom to fit flush against uh, your medium, your large, and your extra large bases, if that's even the words that we use for them. Close enough. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look for those. Those those will be up on the store once we get them. Um, I'm trying to get some support for LVO. We'll, but, uh, you know, printers take time. So, <laughs> uh, Oh, we Me didn't too. talk about the round timer and Mike walked oh, away. So he's gone. Go. Hurry up. Yeah, talk about it before he gets back. <laughs> Uh, round timer. Official rules for round timer is uh, all rounds are based at 150 minutes. The TO rolls five red defense dice for each paint, adds one minute uh, to it, and then does not uh, announces when a round starts and does not uh, uh, talk about times any further um, uh, until they call the end of it. And so basically it's a 150 uh, to 155 minute round, uh, and uh, uh, and and they don't know, or the players players won't know until until the time is called to precision. Um, I think Nick, you and I are on one side of this, and Mike's on the other, uh, which yep. is why we tried to rush it before we I, got back to Mike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not really. Uh, it was variable just... times. Uh, it's five minutes, dog. Yeah. So, no, okay, and I have one very specific okay example for oh, this. Like, I think the. One of the things that I think is okay as a TO not having to announce the time, um, I think it's really dumb. It's a TO's job to run an event. They're a tournament organizer. If you ask for time, you should get the time, but it's easy enough to set a watch. You know, that's just yeah, another part of all the setting up. So, like, at PAX, especially at PAX, and even at ACO, and then, like, the casual stuff I would do at Showcase, I really tried really hard to keep things on, like, a five. Like, it's like, all right, we're starting this round at, like, 11.30. It's like mm -hmm. we're starting at 1130. So it'll be done at 
uh, I can't, uh, two o'clock, you know, like something like that. So it's like, it'll be a little bit easier and you'll tell people like, all right, we're starting the timer at this time. Everybody has a cell phone. So they'll like, and a lot of people already do game up, game up link has a, does game up link have a timer? It It does, does, right? I guess it won't now. No, for official collective conquest events, we'll, we'll remove the timer from the player's view. Which is just, it does literally nothing but make it harder on the players. It makes it a little bit harder. It does does make it harder on most levels. But no, it does. Because if you're sitting there and you know there's 15 minutes left and you're like, all right, if we don't get to the next round, I'm good. And it's like, and it's round five, right? And in round five, round six, usually those rounds are quicker. So it's like, if you're like, all right, I need to, I don't need, I don't want to play round six. I've got 15 minutes left. But if you don't know if there's, 20 minutes left or 17 minutes left five minutes in that amount of time is a big difference so i do understand why it's like it's like it's annoying from a player perspective that like most for most players they're gonna ha- they're gonna it's gonna be annoying for them but for somebody who's been slow played at a tournament before or in a game yeah. like yeah. i'm yeah. totally on board with this and i think it's cool yeah. See, I'm the exact opposite point. I've been are. absolutely boned at major events by slow players when the judges wouldn't do anything. So, so and here's how it just makes it harder for me to deal with it because I can't call a judge, sorry, a counselor, and say <laughs> how much time is left. Yes, and you are required to call me counselor. Yeah. From I think it's con- con- consular, isn't it? <laughs> consular, but consular, like, uh, and, con- it, consular. And I agree with you, Nick. It's it is harder to slow play with that. But and you think about the players as a TO that you know are slow players. Yeah. You know they have a watch running. You know they know how much time is left. Ninety nine point nine percent of players, this doesn't affect. The one percent so, of players that that targets will still do it anyway. So I think this this is good for this is a good solution for slow play if it is paired with one other thing and this is an important thing and, and you mentioned it judges who impl- or judges and TOs who implement this and respond to bullshit and are responsive to slow play this this will benefit from because what it does is I think that five minutes is enough to make a difference especially in, in the end phases um, for a player who feels empowered by a judge who will back them up to say Okay, that's you're taking too long to do a basic goddamn action at the end, and I think that that's where that five minutes that that, that Nick's talking about being really clear. I think that'll show up, but it has to come in combination with judges and TOs actually backing this up, um, and but, and so, yeah. which is which is a big reach of an assumption. We've had really negative experiences of TOs actually, and especially since there's not uh, explicit talk about slow play in these rules. Um, I know some some will interpret that to mean that they shouldn't try to enforce it, but I am going to I'm going to beg, beg our our semi professional <laughs> judges and tos to acknowledge that slow play is a problem, even if it's not written down in in an example uh, or, or in a document, and to acknowledge mm-hmm. that this is a tool that that you can use to address it if you do if you address slow play. So, uh, yeah, and uh, if you're running an official event, you're supposed to be doing this. <laughs> but it, it doesn't happen, and we know this. Well, so this, this is why that we that that's, we why, that's why that's why we have microphones, and that's why we give calls yeah. to action, Mike. <laughs> but no, I, I understand the the skepticism, and um, it is it is taking away a piece of information that we often relied on um, to, make, to, other, to make decisions. But. The only other thing that I will say that I think is a huge negative with the five dice thing. And not revealing how much time that is, is one of the best things about the Legion 
competitive circuit is that 99.9% of players are super great people. Like they're good opponents. There's good sportsmanship. You walk away 95 to 97%. You walk away and have a great time. Yeah. Knowing Every how once much in a time while somebody bribes me, offer me a beer or a hot dog. One of the most frequent things at the end of like turn five or turn six, when the clock is getting tight and players are asking how much time is left is you see players working together to finish on time. And if they don't know how much time is left to work together to finish to, that makes it harder on both players. I think I just don't see how this actually helps. So I, I, I so. actually hope that I actually hope that the opposite happens because of this. I think that I think that good good willed players will there's a you know there, there's it's a five minute variance. You you know roughly when the round is going to end at some point. And I think good willed players will actually should I again call to action work harder <laughs> to finish rounds in in these times with, with the variability. There's a lot of ifs, maybes, and I hopes and calls to actions in these rules, man. As we're not even at the rules yet. Yeah, Sorry, but we're talking about slow play. There always, there always like, was. Here, here's the thing: there always yeah. was. Yeah, we can talk harder. about slow play for four hours. Um, I don't think it's harder. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I don't know. But we'll we'll see what happens. I think they. I, I don't think slow play is being addressed with with a hard. I, I think specific ending time was actually advantaging slow players more than variable ending time. And I, I think that while this doesn't solve it by itself, I think that this. Um, and if it doesn't work, they can take it out. Yeah. Or Hopefully it's like right. maybe. Yeah. It's like, and if, I mean, I, it sounds like a lot of people just aren't going to do it. Yeah. And that's a shame that we're not going to like, at least like try something. I think it's like, I think it's worth trying. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know that it's necessary to use at like any kind of casual level. Like I don't, if I'm running a casual event at my LGS, like I don't think I'm going to use this. Like, yeah, I don't so, think so but we just ran variable times at the tournament this weekend so that you could finish and like we got 45 minutes behind and it changed the outcome of a couple games. So like we'll they see what happens. So at the at the tournament that I was just at, if players needed a couple extra minutes to finish, we gave them a couple extra minutes to finish. Oh, yeah. And like you got to rounds that you're like, hey, I thought we were done. Now you can, you know, we're we're a couple minutes behind. You can go and finish. Like that changes strategy. Oh well, so here's the other and so thing does is this. Like, if you don't know had, how much time is left, uh, anyway, I can harp big, on this forever. I'll, I'll the stop. Bigger, yeah, real quick though, like we did that. We always do like the 15 minute runoff thing at the end of the round. You mm-hmm. know, um, so is, is they that don't done? have that anymore. Yeah, is that, that's, that's gone, now right? it's like you finish the round you're on so, after so the timer's called. They, they don't have that. They do have a section in here <clears throat> that talks about event rules and it says the EO should make it clear to players ahead of time what the rules are for the event, what the rules for the event are, and I assume that. It's a fair assumption what the rules, are, you know, that this document is familiar to them. Yeah, it also okay. has a statement in there. Will there be any other special rules governing the event? Now, I know some people are interpreting that to uh, take full license with whatever rule they don't agree with in here. Uh, Correct. I think I think this statement is actually in addition to these explicitly stated official rules for a galactic conquest event. Are there any other rules? And I think that things like the progression custom is this unconventional one, warfare. Well, no, I don't think that. Um, but, but things like, yeah, in order to keep a tournament running, that 15 minute runoff, I think is a perfectly acceptable additional rule. Um, I agree. I also, I also agree with your interpretation. I think that is what they're intending to say here. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. And, and just to underline that, but if you have, I do not think their intention is to remove variable time. Uh, anyway, when that starts, because the runoff, the runoff is diced down. 
Right. <laughs> Which, and you know when it's diced down. Yeah, I, you will never, ever get me to agree on this because I've just been screwed at this so many times. <laughs> this is just bad. It's okay for us not to agree. Uh, no, it happens every episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. That's healthy conflict. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to live in a single, uh, single perspective world. All right. All right. We, uh, we took a long time with that. Uh, geez, we're at 45 minutes already. Okay. Well, this is going to be quick. It's going to be a two hour episode. Yeah. Close to. Yeah. We'll be fine. We'll get through it. And, and I mean, rules I updates are coming into the forum all the time. So we're definitely, we'll definitely be circling back on this. I don't think we need to feel pressure think, to get, be comprehensive. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of very quick rules we can go through that. It's just like yeah. this change. Okay. Like there's, yeah. there's a lot of change for the sake of change that yeah. doesn't have a lot of impact. Yeah. Do we want to, is there any circling back and clarification on the four articles that we want to hit first? Does um, that even matter? I, I think they'll come up naturally as we talk about it because okay. yeah. snippets of them. So now we have the whole thing. Yeah. Finally. All right. I'll just get one out of the way. Standby sharing on exemplar is gone. Sorry, Keegan. It's all right. I, I understand for the hell of the game yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and frankly, if it, if it, if it was between, fine. Not doing it and doing it to get rid of standby sharing with that tank. I'm fine with losing it entirely. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were there were times where like you feel like you're fucking smacking your head against the wall playing against a standby sharing list. Yeah. Usually it's not like an Anakin standby sharing list because they don't do it as much. It's not yeah. like but it's like it's usually just like the Padme efficiency lists with yeah. like or the saber. It's like you feel like you're banging your head against a table, yeah. like yeah. trying to like not trigger a standby and it's yeah. like it's gone. Like yeah, it's, it's gone. It, it actually like it rewards the NPE only shows up when you go to good events with good tables. Cause that's when you can abuse it. Yeah. So like you only see it when fault. you're playing like good events. So it's like, it's, Oh man, it's my own fault. I ruined it. <laughs> you have broken this Nick. <laughs> I destroyed it. Um, I that mean, I, said, I, though, I, good, good tables now have, uh, you know, have really cool vertical dynamics like you've been working on. So height two is accessible. Look at that bell changes. tower. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, we, um, we learned that uh, expert climber is it expert climber? Yeah. Do we want to just kind of like go through terrain and movement and climbing and stuff all in like one section? That sounds. I don't have a plan, so I was just scrambling. So if you if you have got organization of this, take the lead. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's start with that. Um, let's just start with climb, like you were saying. And so there's no yeah. such thing as climber anymore. Yay. Uh, so climb is they a got rid of that. Move. They added plotting back. <laughs> they did add plotting back. So for, we, for the unit that got it, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I think that needed to come back in. Yeah. Um, so climb is now a single move action. So you perform a speed one move, and the movement may go through or end on obstacle terrain that is less than height one difference from the starting point. Should we take a step back? And the, the full definition of terrain is important. Oh yeah. So yeah. now impassable is actually impassable. Like a trooper unit that doesn't have jump right. or speeder can't just clamber up something. So you need yeah. to declare which buildings are so, so climbable and yeah. Not. So it, there, there's two axes to work on. Yeah. There okay. is a piece of terrain scatter area or obstacle Obstacle. and it can be and and there's specific rules around what those kind of things mean separate from that though is effectiveness of movement open difficult and impassable so you can have impassable scatter terrain i don't know what that looks like but uh you know yeah a spike like maybe like oh yeah it makes sense actually like a pit maybe like a death pit 
Rank Sarlacc sure pit. Give you cover, but Sarlacc yeah. pit. Well, like yeah, okay. I have a Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit on Sarlacc one of my tables, cool. and you could get cover from it because it's like raised up. But maybe you yeah. can't. Maybe it's impassable. Yeah. It's uh, like, so I guess there's three axes. Yeah. Because cover, cover is still. So it's still the type of yeah. terrain, the type of movement, and the and the type of cover are, are still the three axes that you work on. And the and the, yes. and the language changes really around the. Um, type of terrain obstacle yeah. obstacle does not necessarily does not automatically mean difficult Correct. or impossible but it, it can it's an obstacle yeah, I, think I, about can, like, I can read the obstacle definition real quick because yeah, it's, it's two does. lines think about like ninja warrior and how they like go over mm-hmm. obstacles and stuff it's every and once in a while all of our guys can wall. do that yeah yes that's right oh, in I'm armor yeah. they're all ninjas okay uh, obstacle terrain represents large or tall oh. terrain features such as buildings, cliffs, or high walls. When a trooper miniature wants to move through or onto obstacle terrain features, it may have to perform a climb based on the obstacle terrain's height. Yep. So it's building. They're buildings. They're giant rock yep. walls. Yep. The things that we've, I guess, traditionally defined as impassable terrain mm-hmm. have essentially, for the most part, become obstacle terrain. Yep. For the most like part. I think like, it's, it's, yeah. It, it, yeah, those things are all obstacle terrain, and they may still be impassable. Yeah. yeah, you might decide like some pieces are just so tall and yeah. like they wouldn't really be climbable that like this is not climbable because yeah. it's like there's no footholds. There's no like it's just like like that big giant desert tower that I 3D printed for some reason yeah. because <laughs> I like to be silly. Like, I guess that's it actually probably fits, it fits on tables now. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, maybe it's impassable. Like, yeah. you know, it's like height three anyway. So like getting over it's that thing. Like your paper towel redwood trees for your like endor yeah, tables. They're, yeah, they're yeah. definitely impassable. Those are impassable, yeah. And I think over. one of the big distinctions here is that um, impassable, back to climbing, impassable means you, you can't actually climb it. If you declare something impassable, you can't climb. You can't yep. have to climb through it. So, um, Easy. Which which means four things that you want to climb. It's a obstacle to designated obstacle and difficult and then the height of the terrain relative to silhouettes determines whether the unit has to climb or not yeah i i really like these terrain rules actually like i do they really cleaned it up like this was needed and it's like this is great like i know climbing's a little funny because like it's a little like it's gonna take us a while to get used to it but i think like a new player coming in is gonna be like Oh, okay, that's fine. Like, but I think we're just so used to like the very rigid climbing rules that we used to have. But yeah. like, I'm excited for this at the next tournament I run. I don't know when it is, but like the next tournament I run, like I hope I see people climbing the rebel troopers on top of buildings and shit that I didn't see before. Like I never saw that before. So yeah. it's like I want to see shit like that. Like, that's, yeah, I want. I, I really like, like the yeah. verticality stuff, and and I think yeah, I don't think much has been lost in how we did other difficult terrain sort of things. So no. climb and uh terrain i think we're good there right like that's uh we should mention jump i guess jump oh yeah so you can uh, jump and climb on the same yep. activation yep you can um, you jump still twice, can't though. jump twice but you can like jump or you could climb up a building and then jump down the other side yep so you go slow for one move and then the other move yeah so like boba fett yeah. could like go up and down a height one building if you couldn't get across it for example yeah he just has to go speed one for the climb which is yep and then he would speed one up it and then speed three across it unless you had expert climber uh yeah so we can talk about expert climber Mm -hmm. and we can just hit scale while we're at it as well yeah so expert climber just says that you can perform a sorry when a unit with the expert keyword expert climber keyword performs a climb it may move a vertical distance up to height two 
yeah that's, that's pretty uh good. yeah grappling hooks are kind of good yeah yeah we all wondered why they got nerfed <laughs> more expensive because <laughs> like yeah i mean i absolutely would have put this on boba fett for one point i uh i played like, recon intel death troopers yesterday and i absolutely would have been climb to death troopers if i could yeah recon intel expert climber like that's like yeah like that's, on an, boba that's an interesting like, that's really good <laughs> yeah that that makes that'll be weird but that'll be interesting uh, that's fine. Like uh, that. Scale gives you expert climber and unhindered. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> still I don't believe unhindered has changed. No, no, I don't think so. I think there was confusion around the, the use of obstacle terrain in, in the preview article and some assumptions that obstacle equaled difficult or, or did not equal difficult or something like that. Um, but I think that yeah, as we understand it now, yeah. Uh, you still call something diff- difficult if you want it to be difficult terrain and then unhindered gets its value. Um, you, the way that you move has also changed. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, movement by small base standard trooper minis does not move along the movement tool. They are just placed in a position somewhere along it. Or at the end. So of it. essentially you can just spin your speed X in a circle. And if you can make a legal move there, you just place it. Yeah. You don't have yeah, to like so it's- tuck around sides of buildings and things Which like that yeah. is fine like it, yeah i always hated that it's like and a lot of people didn't even know you had to do that yeah and many people just weren't doing it <laughs> it takes away a rule that people chose not to follow which is yeah a thing there's an fine. old john Mulaney. there's yeah. an old john Mulaney uh stand-up bit where he he's like what happened with with pot the government just said Eh, fine, have it. <laughs> we asked long enough, and I was like, "Yeah, fine, you can have. It. You can have legal weed." I feel like that's what happened with this. Uh, <laughs> this moving around, uh, no one was asking for it, but they're just like, "Yeah, you're doing it anyways. I don't care." Uh, so nothing has changed with cohesion in terms of like. Uh, or actually, that's that's false. Um, cohesion can't be vertical heights that are greater than the unit leader's silhouette height. Um, mm-hmm. So previously, like when you would climb down. You could leave a guy on whatever levels you were previously touching. Um, yeah. That is no longer the case. Yeah, that's a good. Which I think, I think really good. only hits strike teams. It does. It hits strike teams. It also, um, because there are rules about overhang for trooper bases, mini small base trooper. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. You, <laughs> I think irrelevant. it can it can limit. Uh, basically, you have to have a place for everyone uh-huh. up there to make the climb legal. Because you can't overhang terrain. Your base can't overhang terrain. Yeah. Uh, trooper Why are we back to that? Uh, I don't know. Because we like pain. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> this was in the original rules, wasn't it? Yeah, this was in the old, old yeah. original took RRG. It away because it's then like we were like, rigid. this is dumb, fixed yeah, it, and now rigid. it's back. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll fix it back again. I hope so. Yeah, I hope maybe. so. Maybe we could um, just not follow one and they'll take it away too <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't really understand the problem here if like the minis like uh balanced it's like uh, it kind of like it, it hurts it hurts terrain that already exists like um i guarantee you there's a few staircases in my in my tu- my tubs of terrain that like you can't stand on now because your base would overhang because some of the designers would like design the stairs so the debate that like a trooper mini could sit on it but like there was always a little overhang because otherwise the steps are like an inch wide which is weird it's like yeah so now yeah i don't know maybe there's an opportunity for but you know margin of error or whatever we want to call it on this i think i think the intention around this overhang is like 
balancing off of a cliff ledge or things like that. But if like if I I'm think over don't there's people, a stair right below. I, sometimes I feel you'll okay see people being gamey and like yeah. trying to put minis where they shouldn't fit. Yeah. Like and like it's like uh, and they'll like they'll maybe like it's like that it might get like it might they might try and lean them a certain way so that they don't yeah. fall off where they shouldn't balance. And that's probably what this is for. Yeah. I but disagree because of the example they show us of what they're not allowing. I do see I do that see. example like is like too, literally what yeah. we do on a daily move by move basis yeah. when we're on top yeah. of things. Like, I agree. yeah, I I hope that that gets changed. I in the think future. mostly it's a step back. Like uh, it, we're it taking is. a step back with this one. Uh, um. It's on page thirteen. If you're looking, thank you. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is also way less pages than the last one. So. It is. I do like the fact that it's only like 60 some pages <laughs> oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, the overall cleanliness, like just reading through it, like they, they stated that as a goal. And I, I really think that they they accomplished that very well. I think the last major thing, there's two other major things. Um, one is like actual movement itself and then one is movement before the game begins um so a unit may no longer begin the first round of the game in base contact with an unclaimed objective token mm -hmm. you can't scout to boxes you can't infiltrate onto boxes you can't scout to vaps things of that nature um more not... nerfs to more nerfs to uh suppression units like pathfinders <laughs> yeah i'm not really sure like what the point that's, here is that's, that's, not that was, like, that's not a nerf to pathfinders and jim that's that's uh that's a freaking safety rail. <laughs> you shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. It wasn't going to work. You're going to die. Most well, of the time, I, you, yes. You do it to your home box. Yeah. Like you just scout three your rebel commandos. You grab your box. You're good to yeah, go. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like this just yeah. takes away a skill. Yeah. I don't know. It's one action for those for those home box action. For, I don't know. It's exactly. Now you get, you know, I just, whatever. It's just a tech and now it's gone. Yeah. Um, movement is a little different. Um, so there's no crashing for speeders anymore. Yeah. Um, if you would crash now, you just stop your movement where you would crash and the rest of your turn is over. Yep. And a lot more new player friendly. And, and you can go off the board and come back on. That's right. As long as you can fully land back within it. <laughs> This one I mean, hurts me directly, it's, but so yeah, that's a, there's not a lot of cases where you're going to be able to completely get your base back. No, in you, you have to be at the right, right angle. It's got to be like the. It's like going to be the very corner of the base, or the, well, to the movement tool to, 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 to maximize it. I mean, there's plenty of cases where yeah. you go a little bit off and, and come back. And it's okay. I yeah, get you know what? These, these things are big hunking flying machines. I'm totally fine with them having a little, and we're essentially playing on. The game, like by proportions, the game is about the size of a football field. I'm okay with my my fighter jet <laughs> scooching off and coming back onto the football field in one move. I know. I just go with fly better, like just position so that you don't leave the table, position so that you don't crash. Like, well, you talked you talked about taking away skill with the other one. This is adding a skill. This is this is utilizing these these two things to better stall and better position yourself. I disagree because it expands your boundaries and you're on a bigger field, but I see your point. Um, and just like, don't crash. Just don't hit the building. Take the move to get away from it. If you position yourself in a place that you can't go there, uh, yeah, just take the wound. I, uh, it's, 
it's a good change. It's cleaner. It helps new players. Helps Blizzard Force. Yeah. Buff oh. the Blizzard Bars. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> uh, Bane tokens can still be deployed touching objectives, though, because it's a token, not Cad Bane. Yes. That was already answered on the rules forum. Cad Bane meta here, baby. <laughs> We're finally here. All right. Well, that's fine. You want to talk about cover, attacking, silhouettes, things of like that? I guess. Sure. Send someone want to take the lead. I can keep going. It's fine. Uh, what's the big addition on cover from the articles that we had? Uh, everything has a silhouette. Yeah. I mean, and the way that you draw a line of sight has changed. So, um, so I think the rules base that we got in the uh, in the article is all accurate, and that was basically yeah. the full entry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's vehicle silhouettes must be fifty percent obscured to get cover, but that's not really a change, I don't think. Well, vehicles had to be fifty percent obscured, but like now they have silhouettes. Yeah, it it takes away the silly argument of oh, an ATSD gets cover from a barricade now. No, it doesn't. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> which is good, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Um, we also got some clarification that emplacement troopers no longer grant covered other friendly units. Oh, That's, I missed that one. Yeah, I didn't see that one. So Mark IIs don't protect your vets anymore and FDs and such, which... Oh, I actually used, used that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's a strange change. Um, I mean, also, I buy it. I mean, that's basically yeah. if, if emplacement, if an emplacement is giving cover, why isn't the body of someone else giving cover? Because you're just basically using a body. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see it differently with like FDs and such, because yeah. it's if an ATRT gives cover, I feel like an FD can actually give cover. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, but, but logic, but yeah. The, yeah, but for the simplicity of. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think it's like there's four emplacement troopers right total so it's like three of them it makes sense one of them it doesn't necessarily make sense right like the e-web the mark oh, the E-Web. mark two and the mortar that all makes sense that they shouldn't give cover yeah the fd should because it's basically a vehicle it's basically yeah. like a giant armor piece yeah they should give the fd armor they should have armor six health and armor i don't to disagree yeah. um right. well. i think the biggest change though with line of sight that's new is the leader now has to see yeah so all of that so basically all of our like the biggest fears of the new like wound allocation Mm -hmm. and like the units with heavies like hiding the entire unit behind a building and just taking the heavy out are now we feel a little bit better about it now because now they're going to just automatically be able to take two wounds and then you take another two wounds and then your your heavy's dead in most cases not be once but yeah Uh, yeah I think it's fine uh, most people assume that anyway. Like almost every single newer player assumes that like if your leader can't see, you can't attack. Mm. So this all kind of like it, it's like it all it leans toward like leans toward this is like good for newer players, casual players. Like it makes sense. Like, but I'm not really I'm not upset about it. It's fine. Yeah, it's probably necessary with the change. Mm-hmm. So it's that's a good change. Yep. Um, range template default is now range X and not range X to Y, which eliminates the like IG 11 and Gideon ruthless right. donuts. Yep. So if you have to be at range right. two for something, if you're also at range one, you are considered to be at, sorry, anything within the, the at X counts as being at that range. Was right. that also the, uh, the five Oh first card too? Wasn't that an no, awkward one? Too? That card still, no, blows. that's within. 
it's with it, that one's within one. It's not a donut. It's a it's just a constrictive circle. Yeah, um, mm. it's just the wrong word. <laughs> okay, sad. Um, Sorry, clones. I'm trying here. Yeah. This, <laughs> this one, this one, I find. I feel like in the conversation, the hypothetical conversations about they should change the definition of all this. I feel like some edge cases, like even impacting deployments, if they change the definition or something, came up. But I'm completely forgetting what they are. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. So some, something might pop up with weirdness around this, but in generally speaking, donuts uh, donuts are no longer a thing. Uh, unless, sorry, donuts are no longer a thing just by saying at a range. I love donuts. Donuts um, should always be a thing. Yeah, but things like donuts. things like th- weapons that have a you know range two to four, range three to four, that creates those donuts, and that's intentional. The local bakery yeah. by me does like a really good PB and J donut. It's really good. <laughs> They did say that anything that's range X to Y still functions like before. So we don't need to worry about going back and fixing anything. Yep. So that's good. Uh, Fire support only works with one weapon per mini. So Arsenal X does not work with fire support. So your um, like ATST can't fire support with all of its Arsenal X weapons. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. Oh, on Gideon's card. That's a great catch. Because I think Imperial heavies are the only things that can break that. So I'm glad they caught that. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So it's not really, like, changes anything that already happened, right? Like, uh, Correct. It, it makes sure that it stays the way that we have it now without getting yeah. opened up. Okay. Okay. Um, panic seems to be what we thought it was. Uh, it's a constant active state. Constant uh, active state. Uh, there was some interesting clarifications on the forum. Um, most objectives we uh, operate as we expected where panic will eliminate a lot of the uh, or having that many suppression will eliminate things like key positions intercept etc because but the key thing is that the those are checked in part of the victory uh, on the objective card the exception uh, that is different than what I thought it was payload uh, the check for a unit being counting towards a payload moving doesn't happen under victory conditions um, it happens separately so uh, you actually can't panic a payload to not move so your panic guys count for payload panic guys count for payload because it's not it's not within the victory conditions of the objective uh, objective card they can also fire support still uh that's right which i'm really glad about i i was worried that that was going to go away um for obvious reasons the interesting (laughs) thing on payload is um uh (laughs) at first i was like oh come on that was like a big thing that i you know, I've got my mortars. I've got uh, and I've got payload in my deck. I was already pretty good at it to begin with, and I thought that that was going to be an advantage. Uh, and so I was kind of bummed to see that the panic didn't count for it. Uh, but then the other payload change, uh, where the payloads no longer ignore all terrain and they actually have to go around, um, <laughs> means it's going to be a totally more complicated objective. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Because I'm like, so I go I, both ways here. I love it thematically. I actually hated the change when they changed it because it just felt stupid. It was just like, okay, straight line. It's going to go over. It's you know, it's teleporting, you know, almost like video game glitching over all these things. And um, yeah. It's like the Halo Warthogs. Exactly. Like, like Halo 1. Like, exactly. Fun. So I really like it from that point. I think in an ideal setting, it's going to introduce a lot more th- more thought and strategy to it. The assumption, it's not going to be a natural assumption where you place it as close as possible to the middle every time and then um, 
you're going to have to consider path. However, having played a lot of payload recently, I think that it's also going to, it's, it's going to be a lot harder. I think a lot of people aren't going to want to play it um, for, uh, because, and I think it's going to come down to kill points over victory points a lot more often. Um, it's going to be really hard to even get that uh, range to uh, landing place. Um, and so Did we read the actual rule because it is, I, I don't know if we did, and it is kind of restrictive. I have it in front of me if we... Yeah, go ahead and read it out loud. Yeah, I, I was um, definitely... Yeah, so bomb carts now follow the movement rules of notched base minis and cannot move through impassable terrain. They can only move over terrain that is a silhouette height or lower because that follows the rules of standard movements. So it basically can only move over whatever it's taller than. Yeah, and, um, and stuff stacked on... And it's only up to, like, the handlebars. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, basically the size of a trooper. Or smaller. It's it is smaller, isn't it? Yeah. I'm surprised that they made this change considering this entire RRG is like making the game simpler. And then mm-hmm. this just does the opposite. I agree that I, I'm glad that we're eliminating the like Infinity War developer. I'm just yeah. going to fly my boat over whatever you have. Exactly. Um, <laughs> like that's really dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that's going away, but I wish that it was a little cleaner still because it's going to get really complicated. And yeah. there's not a lot of great tables for payload out there already in real life. And yeah. now they just got worse. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this is something where, so I think we're going to see a lot less payload. I think the payload we do see is just going to be just killing each other. It's going to feel um, like sad vaps. Yeah. Um, with all the incentives for blue player and everything changed. Um, and at least this way, things are moving towards each other usually. Um, but I think that this change—I think this change—makes it a lot harder to navigate around tables for a ton of reasons. Especially since I mean, the silhouette's even more restrictive than, like, you know, I, I complain about the ISP <laughs> having a problem. This thing's not moving over anything. Um, but I think the maybe in the future it, it bumps it up to a speed three, and then that feels better. Um, uh, that's that's an interesting idea. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's still, it'll still stay in my deck just because I know the objective well enough. Um, but Vader's still really good at it. <laughs> yeah. And he's good at killing things. Yeah. Nick, any thoughts on Payload there? No, I didn't play it a lot anyway. So now I'll play it less. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the like handles to the bomb cart, that's pretty low. Yeah. We're like talking about like R2D2 can barely get over the barricade low. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we found something that's like it can't it can't go over those original like imperial terrain crates that are on like everybody's scatter table yeah it can't unless you you declare it just like area open open, yeah 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 you just yeah they wouldn't be impassable i mean this is impassable terrain this is Mm -hmm. again a specific so it has to be specifically impassable terrain that it can't go right quick side note then um Call to action. Talk about your terrain before you flip yeah. your battle cards. It's over. even more important now. <laughs> and like now, I think it's especially because before you like payload, set up, oh yeah, that's all impassable there. Yeah, but. right. Like before, because I think it's a super common thing that like players deploy, they pick their or they they put their army out, they flip their cards, and they yeah. like step up to their side. Like, hey, we should talk about terrain. Yeah. Uh, please do this before you get to your objectives now, because Absolutely. more and more of the objectives matter um, with what terrain like the classification is. Yep. Be a good sport. Yeah. And to be clear, it was something that should have been going on anyways, because Agreed. terrain, 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 
defining terrain absolutely should be playing into your <laughs> turn zero calculations but it's really <laughs> important now <laughs> making terrain calls at like turn five and six and players forget to talk about them are the worst kind of judge calls and unfortunately oh the most common kinds of judge calls that matter that's, that's the roll of red die judge calls for me <laughs> yeah it's gonna get pretty close to that yeah um we got a couple other like smaller keywords keegan mentioned exemplar um it says you can only share aims dodges and surges mm-hmm. um there's a clarification on the FAQ as well that green tokens does not exist anymore as a term. Um, Yoda's three pips still allow standby sharing. Yep. Um, so green tokens for the time being are not defined, but will be defined as they were before. So aim, dodge, surge, standby. Um, so keep sharing that standby with Yoda, which is now the only way to do it, which feels cool. Feels fine. You can do that twice a game. Um, right. So covert ops caught a pretty big nerf. Yeah. It yeah. Did. Um, so a unit Rebel with covert, covert ops are probably okay. May not infiltrate or gain an operative token if there is no other commander rank unit in the army. So there's no more promoting units. Right. I. I mean, it's a change. It hits Iden three 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 a lot in every single variant because it's frequently just like Iden. She doesn't take another commander. Core bikes. You know, Iden Boba core blah 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 etc so there's not there's never really an officer or anything there so i think that's i mean that's a good target empire hasn't really gotten hit by literally anything yet um so at least they got hit here and it, i don't know if it really hits rebels as much as it does the Iden list because cassian is frequently paired with another commander um, there's usually a rebel officer or something or yeah or yeah, or like Jin, somebody else yeah oh, you um, know what this, sorry this payload thing might not be as restricted as we're saying because um, it, it doesn't talk about obstacle terrain. It only talks about difficult and impassable. So if you've got a bunch of difficult terrain, like if you want people to be able to climb on buildings and you call it obstacle terrain, but it's difficult um, so that climbs can happen. What page are you on? Just so I can uh, find it. 39, the, the battle card rules. Under the payload objective bomb card special rules. Yeah. Because the only thing I'm talking about movement, it says a bomb cart miniature ignores the effects of difficult terrain and can perform partial moves. A bomb cart cannot move through impassable terrain. So you've got an obstacle terrain building that you're... Like, it doesn't talk about the height of the silhouette related to the terrain that I'm saying. So, yeah, I guess here is my edge case question because yeah. it will come up. Is yeah. the is the wall of a building impassable? So if you Probably. want if you want someone to be able to climb, it can't be. No, because it would have to be an obstacle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be an obstacle either way. It would have to, but in order, but in order to allow people to climb up a building, oh man, this is going to get into even more during conversations. Yeah. Um, because you can say a wall is impassable, but that means that units can't climb up it automatically, which means the climb is actually. Oh, this is going to be fascinating. See, this is why they sped up the game by making us chuck more dice because we're going to have right. to talk about terrain more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's cool. It's it's going to it's just going to take getting used to mm-hmm. a couple of more. We're not going to have total shorthand, or or we'll have total shorthand, but it'll mean things like payloads can still move pretty freely. So, um, I I take back my thought that it's going to need to go up to speed three. I, th- I think I want to see this play out a little bit because it's going to be. If so, if units can climb up climb up something, the payload can go up it easily. That's fair. I still think it'll be a little more difficult than we expected. 
it'll be more difficult. Yeah, because we should be exactly we should be naming things as impassable now. Right. Um, but there's going to be concern. There's going to be consideration around that because if you name something impassable, they're not gonna, you're not going to be able to climb it, and people are going to want to climb stuff. So it's a it's a give and take there. Uh, but uh, I feel come, I feel better that payload's not just going to disappear now. So. Yeah, that's 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 a really good catch. That's a big change, um, big clarification. Um, cumbersome got updated. Yeah, you can now you can now that's shoot and then move, but you can yep. still no longer move and shoot. That yeah. that seems fine. Yeah, just yeah, jump the empty rocket launcher and run away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's oh. yeah, that's a cool one. Um, that's going to make things like mortars, RPSs, um, more. Uh, more more mobile, which is what in line with what we're seeing in a lot of other places. Uh, it'll be more effective. It'll be less limiting on mo- movement based objectives uh, for those things. So. Does it revive yeah. the e web? I still think uh, no. <laughs> not if not if the e web's competing with bikes and Blizzard Force uh, lists. <laughs> um, and then I think the last big change is uh, deflect. Yeah. This is so bad. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is interesting. Um, so deflect can no longer be triggered during a melee attack to gain the benefits of surge. Yeah, unless you're Anakin or Obi Wan, because well, of your no, mastery. No, no. Yeah, I was say because of the mastery. There are still three keywords that let you do that, mm-hmm. and that's Gemso mastery, Sorosu mastery, and block, which Grievous <laughs> and Callus have. Yeah, Grievous defends better in melee than Luke. So yeah. does Callus. Okay, yeah, Callus is. Callus yeah, has a mute key. Callus is out now. there saying Gideon's just going to outdo Callus. Here you go. Callus has blocked, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you've got native search to block. Well, I've got block. Uh, oh, God. That's a big it. change. That's a really big change. Yeah. That's, and I think that's going to be. a bad change. Okay, yeah, you said it. It's bad. Like, we it's just, such a hard nerf to Luke. And Dooku. And Dooku. And Maul. Luke, Dooku, Maul get hit really hard by like they they're the ones that just like they're the ones that don't have a mastery or don't already like palp native palp and yoda natively surge block so it's like an obi-wan and anakin have special masteries that like give them the give them the benefit of deflect and melee which is cool but they also just get to keep their deflect and melee because they decided to change the keyword deflect they just decided to change a keyword that like didn't need to be changed like this is not something that like Anyone, I I never heard anybody. This is a thematic keyword, and it's essential to keeping force users alive. It's a and necessary keyword. Now it's like Luke goes into melee with with uh, uh, Anakin. He's just going to lose because Luke's got a bunch of dodge cards, and that's how he survives. And like Anakin doesn't, but now it's like Anakin generates his own dodges, and he's you know he's going to get to spend them and. <laughs> On top of that, he's just going to wound Luke. It feels really bad. Like this feels like this is like the worst change. Like I think this. Like I know that. Like I think here. Like on this cast in particular. Like I. I'm like the most neutral about all of this stuff. Like I'm not positive about some of it, but I'm not negative about some of it. But this is something I'm like I'm upset about this one because like. Man, it's like, why did like who's gonna take command? Like, Commander Luke's terrible now. Like, he's just like, compare him to Anakin. Like, I'm not like, uh, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is this is a crime. (laughs) I think it will be accentuated by the fact that they have made it easier for every other melee unit to get to melee with these Jedi. 
with the climb change. This is the gar. This is the gar buff, though. The players needed is that their force users are superior to everyone else's because all of them surge to block or have deflected melee. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm letting you rant about it because I'm fine. Nothing changes for me. I know that. (laughs) See, this is see. Look, Keegan doesn't have an argument, so you know it's bad. Hey, (laughs) he doesn't have an argument. (laughs) No, I I absolutely, I absolutely hate this. This this is a lazy change. One of the things that they talked about was trying to remove what the points upgrades was trying to remove auto takes, um, like by bumping up tenacity, by bumping up offensive push, so that you don't just have like this is the best sure. upgrade. And to I understood here. that, yeah, which it makes hurts, sense. Like I understand. I don't think it worked at all because you're still taking the same upgrades; they just cost more. But side note, like this almost says you have to take into the fray on Luke. You have to take into the fray on Maul because if they get into a melee fight, they are going to lose. They have stormtrooper saves, save rates. Yeah, like they're they're just gonna they're gonna drop. Vader can kind of hang on because he has a reliable two with darkness descends, but that's you know that's the Vader's exception. fine, I think. Yeah, but you have to take darkness descends now, <laughs> which I think you like, you've yeah. kind of had to to begin with. Um, yeah, I guess I don't play enough Vader. You're yeah, I'm not the Vader player. But yes, it, this is just this is a. Yeah. It's a lazy change. It's a short-sighted one, and I, I hope it. that they fix it. I hate it. Back it up. Back it up. This is the one you got to back it up. This is, like, not cool. This is not cool. Because, like, all the Force users I like to play, like Dooku and Maul, they're, like, dead in the water now. <laughs> Dooku, Dooku goes in with his heavy nerves. Dooku, in goes in, Dooku goes in with Makashi Mastery and then just gets shit kicked in because, like, he doesn't get to bend his dodges. Uh, they are automatically going to lose duels. I mean... Yeah, Unless it's not like they're, they're going to automatically lose duels to like Obi Wan and Anakin. Um, yeah, a whole lot of Obi Wan's out there. Uh, to, there's a lot to of Anakin. Hey man, hey man, Cody's going to save the Republic, <laughs> and that's his buddy. <laughs> Speaking, one thing that um, I did want to just quickly laugh at earlier: um, the suppression changes with Panic uh, are a huge nerf to Palp's one pit. Uh, if you, yeah, if you see a now you'll die coming, <laughs> just, just shoot him a couple times, even if you know yeah. you're not going to get wounds yeah. through, because he'll panic himself. Yep. <laughs> I Does he take suppression as well? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's, a, it's a wound of suppression. So, and then the aim via anger. So, like, when you know Palp's coming, just, like, shoot him a couple times, then you can cut down the number of attacks that he does. Even if you know that it's not going to do wounds. I don't think it's like a massive so nerf, like, but it's just kind of a funny little interaction that he'll like panic himself on the one pip as he's lightninging you. He's so terrified of the damage that he can yeah, do. Yeah, but it's not going to take away his act- activations. Uh, it, it does because just... you can't do free actions when you're panicked, and it's a constant check. Oh, interesting. The free action yeah. thing. Yeah. Like you can't force push while panicked. You can't choke. You can't do the free action on your command card. Uh, I think. I need to look at this. I'm very excited to play the new panic changes. Uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been dabbling with them in our in practice games, and I really like them. Um, I uh, I was I was licking my lips Saturday because I would have won every single game round five with Master of Evil. You won every single game anyway, so I why did. are you crying, baby? I'm not, I'm not crying. I said I'm I'm interested to play around with them because you would have had more time for pizza. I, I would have had more time to pizza. I could have had four slices instead of two. Pretty good pizza though at that place. It was pretty good pizza. Yeah, nice buffalo chicken. Nice. Yeah, man. I was gonna stop by, but it was too cold. And there was football on. I was like, I was watching football. 
Sorry, Keegan. What's uh? So as we kind of get to the end of our giant list yes. here, Nick, what's your overall impression and like thoughts as we go forward? I'm not. I, this is all fine, um, except deflect. Please go back <laughs> and nerf Blizzard Force, man. Like I was really hoping they did something. <laughs> nerf Blizzard Force, please do something. Help us. Yeah, the world like is going to be awful. Maybe like 30 people will bring it to Adepticon or not or an LVO and then they'll see. And be That's like, what I'm hoping. Fix this. Uh, I'm yeah, holding out hope that. Be the change. Be the change. Everybody that's good, take yes. Blizzard Force so that it never comes back Even again. Even if you're not take, good, take everybody to, take bring it, Blizzard yeah, take Force. It to, take it to LPO yes. <laughs> so, that the, so that the change can be emergency applied before yes. worlds can it's have an scary. interesting world. It's scary, guys. It's scary. I did build my four-speeder bike units today, so I am prepared for worlds. Oh, God. You going to get that three-color minimum so on them, bud? I, I think. Three-color minimum. Don't worry. I got brown, black, and white. Your army's going to look so fucking sad. It's going to be terrible. I think this uh, – there is an opportunity to clean up the language in here, but I think Palp can – I don't think he suffers the no free actions if he panics himself in the midst of it because I see it under the suppression thing where it talks about both of them, but both of the – both panic and suppression, both the language they're talking about in activation is more specifically said if it starts its panic uh, perform action step with it, with those conditions, then then you lose the activation or, or free actions. So it's probably worth it. I think it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, probably. I think but, that'll uh, work but, the same way as like what happens when you dauntless and all of a sudden you're at four. Does you just stop? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a solution on Dauntless. No, yeah, that's. I mean, like, we'll need a. Sorry, I was saying, like, we're going to have to ask the yeah. question of clarification on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be exactly. the same kind of same kind of ruling. Yeah, but I, th I think reading the way the rallying section, assuming and and making the assumption that the more expanded language in the rallying section, which is referred to in the suppression section, that kind of just shorthands it. I think it still is uh, a check at the perform action step, so Palp can stack all the suppression on him and still get his free actions. For, for that activation, but then he's, you know, he still has to consider all that stuff. So. so then how does that work with units that have already activated getting panicked and not scoring for key positions? So because the the decision about the, the, uh, the question of can I perform X number of actions or free actions is specifically aligned to the beginning of a perform action step. The language around a am I panicked or suppressed or not applies at all times. And so uh, if a check it's, we, we've been using the shorthand of panic and suppression are a constant check. It's more like panic and suppression are constant, are a constant state. And uh, there are conditions, there are, there are checks that are made outside of activations. So when you're making victory um, token checks, when you're counting victory tokens or, or, or whatever, it's a check of is this unit panicked or not? Okay. And then this is a check of am I starting the perform action step in a suppressed or panicked state? The effect of that is I can't uh, I can't perform actions. Um, just like the effect if I'm if I'm counting victory points, uh, is this unit panicked? The effect is I don't count the victory points. I think that's that's my interpretation of it. All right. Because you're not you're not constantly checking in 
as soon as a uh, unit has enough suppression to be panicked, it's not dropping boxes. It's not doing that sort of thing. Um, those checks happen at specific times uh, in the rallying and the um, perform action set. I'm interested to see the clarification then, because I think the yeah. shorthand that we got for the clarifications after the article contradict that. So we'll just mm. wait and see what they say. Okay. Cool. Uh, Keegan, what are your general thoughts on, on everything? I'm psyched over all things. I mean, we made jokes around the standby sharing. I, I honestly don't. I, I'm, I'm totally good with it. I, I think I enjoyed the benefits of it, but I didn't <laughs> exploit or rely entirely on it in the way that I played my lists. Um, and I, I appreciate the general health. I really like the general direction of what I think will be speedier games, more more engagement um, in games. Um, I like the OP changes. Um, the clarity around strike the schedule is good. The still, I think there's a nod to people who like margin of victory. You still, you know, you still want to win big, but I don't think as uh, I don't think it's as dis- destructive. Um, I think that there's a lot of little things in here. Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody added me a few weeks ago in the Legion Discord about that. Like, I was like, oh, they were talking about like margin of victory over strength of schedule, and I'm like, well, I'll do strength, I'll do margin of victory when they tell me I have to. He's like, oh, well, they will in a couple weeks. Wink. Guess what? They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. I mean, we've had these conversations over and over again. I think. I think you know most of my negative thoughts on margin victory had to do with uh, incentivizing just seal beating, um, and I think that the way that they have incorporated these things, uh, the, the, like I said, the nods the nods to margin versions of margin of victory counting um, don't feel like they also incentivize seal beating at this point because I think that if you are if you're at the point of margin of victory really mattering sorry like points defeated really mattering um you're probably doing pretty well on the other tiebreakers that are more relevant so yeah you stomped the good players better than the other good players stomped other good players because you both right. had the same strength of schedule at that point right yeah so ne- neither of you got a, a bonus for playing a couple of new players at the start you, you both play a really strong schedule assumedly yeah. and you just happen to do better on your strong schedule. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, I'm overall happy with these changes, um, particularly. Oh, sorry. Real fast. The reason the reason it's not so there was a there's a version of things where by having higher points defeated, um, could still incentivize that round one just clubbing the hell out of a seal. Uh, the concession is a win with 700 points defeated. So giving that path to this game is miserable, but we're going to have a really high points defeated. If, if you concede that that's, that's where it removes that incentive really well. So sorry, I cut you off, Nick. I, I knew there was a specific reason I had that thought. <laughs> um, yeah, overall, I really like the changes, um, particularly movement and terrain stuff. Um, terrain so much easier now to like yeah. understand, like, um, movements, great it's easier it's cleaner like it might feel a little silly sometimes but i think it's fine um uh some of the stuff with like some of the stuff is a little awkward um i dislike i mean i really dislike deflect being changed that's like a biggie for me um that's my sticking point mike I'm not a fan. It's not the style that I like. Um, I, th- I agree that it's cleaner. Um, it's going to make it way easier to pick up and play. 
Um, so that's great for like building communities, local events and such. I enjoy the style of games that have edge cases and different tiny ways that you can get ahead of opponents when you're two equal skill levels. And I feel like a lot of those have been taken away. Um, I don't think there's one or two that are like these massive changes that, you know, affect everything about the game. But I think they've had like 12 to 15 tiny little skill gaps that they've all taken away, whether it's movement, whether it's crashing, whether it's terrain scoping, etc. None of them by themselves are, in my opinion, a bad change. I think they're all solid changes. But when you take them all together, I think it just leads to a more my dice were warmer than yours or I activated my guys in a better one, two, three order than you and there's less ways to counterplay. Um, I don't like I said, I don't think it's bad. It's not what I like. I don't think I'll be doing too much of it for the near future afterwards, but we'll uh, see how it goes. Hopefully the changes are, are good for the majority. The deflect change is bullshit. Um, <laughs> the overhang change needs to go away as well. We tested that for a year and a half with the community and realized that that was bad. So <laughs> hopefully they fix that one quickly. Um, yeah, I like the OP changes um, for the most part. Like we talked about the SOS into quasi MOV as a second tiebreaker is really cool. I love that it's spelled out, that it's clear. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that we get more. My only complaint is that we don't have a lot of information about draws, cheating, cohesion, slow play, etc. Yeah. Um, if we literally just copy pasted the old FFG versions of those, I think we'd have a, an amazing A plus document. So, you know, just clean up the language on those a little bit. We'll be good to go. The floor so, rules like, cover that stuff, right? We don't have floor rules, but yes. So, sorry, the previously existing FFG floor rules yes, cover. Yes, that is correct. Yes. So I will say that, that while they're not explicitly called out, a lot of events are have said that those are in there. And, and the only reference in here around sportsmanship is like you can get a warning or disqualified. So I would, um, in the interim, not taking away your point, I think, I think it would be great to have holistically <laughs> talked about yeah. Uh, in the interim, continue, as many events have done, saying FFG floor rules are in effect uh, and um, squash that crap. Yeah, I think that solves, <laughs> like, I, that probably solves every complaint that I would have about the OP there. Like, yeah. So that's that would be awesome. Um, I, but like I said, I think the new rules are, are awesome for that. Yeah. For OP. Hopefully I'm wrong with the rules changes, but uh, it, it feels a little more casual. It's not what I enjoy, and, but I think it's better for the majority of the player base. Always, always in motion. The future is. Yeah, I'm excited to get my Malifaux models back from Nick and rebuild my Infinity. I'll say that much. Cool, man. Have <laughs> fun not rolling dice. <laughs> There's a lot of dice rolling in Infinity. Oh, I uh, thought you said Malifaux and Infinity. That's two different games, isn't it? Yeah. I'm very confused. But that's fine. We'll end it here, folks. Yep. Have a great night or evening or afternoon or whatever. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you uh, probably after LVO at some point. I don't know what we're going to do because Keegan's there and we're not. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll figure that one out. Yeah. Maybe you guys record or if that weekend if we want to put one out or we'll see. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'll phone it in. You got this. We're flexing. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you all later.